0: Around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Rudy Maxa and Robert and Mary Carey on the SSI Radio Network. at eight hundred three eight seven eight zero two five. 800 387 8025 That's 1-800-387-8025 Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show Welcome aboard Hour 2 of America's
1: Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. Robert, Mary, and I are glad to have you joining us today. It's just a little after 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. We know a lot of our stations time shift the show, so we just want to let you know when we're coming to you live. Uh, Tomorrow's World Bicycle Day, by the way. It's the first ever. That's the brainchild of a former member of Poland's bicycle team. He's now a professor of sociology in Maryland. He spent three years gathering support, and somehow he convinced the entire U.N., to, degree, uh, to uh, decree that Sunday was uh, um, uh, national or worldwide Bicycle Day, so there are yeah. your marching orders this weekend. Take a bike ride, but you know, wait, wait till after this radio
2: show. Yeah, Sorry. wait till we do it after the show. You know, Rudy, I have to say on that, I, I think our our travel producer Melissa, she's going to be thrilled because she is attracted to all things bicycle and motor scooters. So, you know, Melissa, I know you're out there listening right now. Make sure you get out there and bike tomorrow with your family to <laughs> help celebrate. It's an obligation, said. no question.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're only halfway through today's broadcast uh, and to open this uh, hour of the, the program. We thought we'd get a first hand account of what's happening on the island of Hawaii with that volcano that's been uh, in the headlines for more, easily more than a week now. Uh, Mary, you want to do the rundown? Then we'll connect uh, with Ross Birch in Hawaii.
3: Sure, sounds good. Coming up this hour, Sandra D. Hoffman will present a number of possibilities to make your next vacation with kids not only fun, but also educational. And we're going to take some phone calls today. The number is 800-387-8025. So line up now if you have a travel question that you'd like answered. Once again, it's 800-387-8025 and then roberts and my 20 year old son decided to take his first major trip by himself to africa and he will be joining us to share his experiences in morocco morocco and ghana and uh, how that trip impacted him
2: yeah absolutely which he's coming up i'm sure he's all excited about that uh you know but folks uh, to change things back to what's going on, you know, back on our March 10th broadcast, we featured the island of Hawaii as our 20th destination spotlight, and you may recall that the executive director of their visitor bureau, Ross Birch, he joined us. Well, if you've been following the news over the past month, the Kilauea, vol- the Kilauea volcano, you know, has changed the lives of so many people, and it continues to do so. So, rather than try and sort through all the information and a lot of the misinformation that's out there, we decided to go right to the source and reconnect with Ross today. And we appreciate that he agreed to get up at 5 a.m. in Hawaii to join us, or a little before that, actually, to be here on time for that. Ross, welcome back to the show. Aloha. Thanks for joining Mary, Rudy, and me today.
4: Mahalo. Thank you. Good morning.
2: Well, we appreciate, as we said, you getting up. So, you know, as we speak just after 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, June 2nd, what are the conditions regarding the Kilauea volcano and what are you recommending to travelers in regards to visiting the island?
4: Well, the, the eruption is still happening in that eastern rift zone right in the Leilani Estates area. So far there's about 85 um, structures that have been taken. Um, they're looking at, it's expanding and it's, it's moving at a quicker pace now. So they're looking at potential further evacuees from that, that specific area. And that area we're talking about is is still a very, very tiny portion of this island. It's it's less than probably 2% of the entire island, and it's in the far eastern quadrant, um, far from the major resorts and even in Hilo Town. So I'm over here on the west side getting ready to enjoy the Ironman 70.3 race uh, going on today. So, life oh, goes so you on.
3: had to get yeah. up early anyway, Ross. Okay, <laughs> so let's yeah, talk I'm about. the
4: only one up at this time at the hotel right now. So I
3: right. That. So that's good news to hear that that's still going on. And um, so let's talk a little bit more about um, the the rest of the island. So basically, what you're telling us is the impact to the other side of the island as well. It really is minimal, correct? If nothing in terms of tourism and people wanting well, to come visit.
4: The impact directly outside of the area. What? was One of the Funny things is, and a funny fact for us, is that those evacuees of their homes are only sheltered five miles away from where their homes were previously. Hmm. So it's not like you have to go very far at all to be in a safe zone or considered in a safe area. So it's it's only when you're right on top of it is is the issue. Uh, the greatest impact we're seeing from a tourism standpoint, which could affect us a little long term is the uh, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park being closed, or at least two thirds of it being closed at this time. You know, being our number one attraction, being the, the the state's number one attraction. Sometimes we need to have that thing open so that our our guests that come here to understand about the volcano have place to go.
1: Uh, Ross, do I understand correctly? There are the airports not affected, resorts that aren't affected. And, uh, and and a question of the state park that you just addressed. Uh, certainly the entire state park isn't being overcome, but is it is it where the visitor center is or where paths are? Can you explain that a little more?
4: Uh, right at the park, um, right at the main part of the park, the Jagger Museum area, is where Kilauea um, Volcano or Caldera is with what we, what's called Halemaumau, which is where the steam um, explosions are occurring. Hmm. the the park had quite a few earthquakes Um, it had a lot of activity right at the summit uh, in the beginning and because of that they shut down the park for till further notice until we could figure out exactly uh, how these uh, eruptions would be going
2: I think that makes some sense I mean I think you know Ross one thing I as you just said I want to illustrate for folks that are listening again you know we've all been to the Big Island uh, and it is clearly um, something that if you haven't been there, if you consider it like a clock where the volcano is, it's kind of in that four thirty, five 5 o'clock position if you're looking at it. Most of the tourism is on the western side between kind of the 8 o'clock to the 11 o'clock position of the clock. And, Ross, I remember when we had you on back in March, you talked about it. you could take all of the islands of Hawaii, and they actually would fit inside of the island of Hawaii, or you know, some people will say the big island, uh, and it really is something that what's going on, it is impacting such a small amount. The media across the country would think that we should avoid the island of Hawaii, and I just don't think that's the case. That's why we wanted to have you on today. So thank you for joining us.
4: Absolutely. Thank you.
2: All right. We appreciate that. And our best to you and all of your neighbors, and uh, good luck with the Iron Man um, event that you have going on. So, Rudy, you know, interesting information that Ross shared. Um and, is, yeah. and, yeah, really, it, it's a different perspective than what yeah. you're hearing out there.
3: And what's really unfortunate is you see some of these numbers that are actually not true because I've got a chart here of things that they sent us that, you know, numbers are, are down on the other islands as well, and there's there that's actually not the case. Right. So, Rudy, you want to take us into the break?
2: Sure, I will, I will.
1: Oh, by the way, if you're headed to Las Vegas this week, uh, there was a strike deadline of yesterday, um for food workers at uh, major strip hotels. Now, the Caesars property settled at early Friday morning. MGM Grand still hasn't at last check as of Saturday morning as we broadcast live. So you might want to check that out because that will have a big impact. Nice to have you tuned in with The Travel Trio today. Segment two is up next. If you travel with kids, you'll want to hear our next guest who can help make your next vacation not only fun for those children, but also education.
3: Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: In today's fast paced, digitally connected world, cybersecurity, identity theft, and safeguarding your personal information, it's critically important. That's why we recommend LifeLock. And now it also includes the power of Norton security. If you ever have a problem, LifeLock agents will work to fix it, providing you with peace of mind. No one can stop every theft or monitor transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock with Norton Security is able to uncover threats you might otherwise miss. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM, you'll save 10%, or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
3: We've been telling everyone we know about joinhoney.com slash RM, the free browser add-on that saves you money when you shop online. But one of our favorite things is how much better it makes shopping on Amazon. It automatically searches the 2 million sellers on Amazon for the lowest price and even shows the price history of the item so you know if it's a good time to buy if you're shopping on amazon or anywhere without this service you're missing out all it takes is two clicks to start saving get honey for free at joinhoneycom rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors Falling into bed takes on a whole new meaning when you sleep on a Casper mattress. Their engineers have outdone themselves in creating three unique mattresses that will help you sleep cool and comfortable year-round. Plus, all Casper mattresses are designed to comfort your every move and provide the perfect support for every position you sleep in. Try a Casper for 100 nights in your own home with free shipping and returns. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 to save $50 on select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com for more info.
0: Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Rudy, Robert, and Mary anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Welcome back to the
1: show, and this segment of the program is sponsored by the 24 7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called SimplySafe.com forward slash travel simply is spelled with an i by the way s-i-m-p-l-i-s-a-f-e it's important to protect your place with a security system but how many companies out there are actually thinking how can we protect your home or small business and your privacy Well, that's what we respect about simplysafe.com forward slash travel. The company obsesses over details like no one else does. Here's an example. The system has a camera you can control from your phone, but they wanted it to protect your place and your privacy. So they came up with a brilliant idea, a privacy shutter for their camera. And they wanted you to be able to hear the shutter click so you know it's closed. They also wanted to have a light on so you could easily tell it's on. And they needed it to work for the entire lifespan of the system so you could, well, so it'll... Last for the entire lifespan of the system. So, simplysafe.com forward slash travel got to work, testing different metals and hinge designs for months and months. The result? An effective security camera with a thin, lightweight aluminum privacy shutter that will work every time. Now, it's that kind of attention to detail that sets these folks apart from the competition and keeps your family and team safe. And it's there 24 7, 365 days a year. Plus, professional alarm monitoring is just $15 a month with no contract. Go to simplysafe.com forward slash travel, or you can find a direct link by visiting the radio show website. Website rmworldtravel.com and looking under sponsors we talk a lot about travel with children on this show from time to time and uh if you're a regular listener you know i am a father of two children and i traveled widely with them when i was with them uh, but this is this is a whole step into a larger world if you star wars fans will pardon me Sandra D. hoffman is the president of a company called children's concierge and rather than me telling you what they do, I'm very impressed by the company from everything I've read, I'd like her to do it. Sandra, well, Sandra, welcome to the show, nice to have you here.
5: Hey Rudy, thanks so much, it's my pleasure.
1: All right, before I ask you how this company came to be, tell me what Children's Concierge does, and I know it's a long list of things, so go ahead and take your time.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Well, we are basically an education company, and we help families explore destinations around the world with their children, for the purpose of embellishing their children's education. So when a family goes to a destination, we hunt out and seek out the treasures and just the general resources of that destination, and we use those as teaching tools. Um, Everything from uh, the mayor of a city to the expert archaeologist or the director of the museum or anything that's there that's authentic and real and will help us create an experience for the children and all for the family.
1: So let's be clear. You are not a tour company who takes children on or families on holidays.
5: We do not take families on holidays. We, we do have families that, that have worked with us and go on vacation. And they come back and say, well, you know what we did over here. What can we do at some other, some other location, some other destination? But almost all of our families are interested in making it educational for their children. And, of course, when you make it great for children, it hooks the parents in as well.
1: Okay, let's let's debunk the myth that educational means homework or boring
5: boring boring is the truth absolutely not no no we're interested in exploring and experiences and what the kids like and what they they are passionate about and how they like to explore so it could be spending a day or half a day with an archaeologist or interviewing the mayor of a city to find out what his city is all about or thinking you might move to a country and exploring how that would might work
1: And how people live, and I'm just fascinated by your website. You have in the United States two particular cities in which you have uh, uh, organized uh, scavenger hunts and walks: New York City and Washington D.C. Now, I know the those are those are actual maps and books you can buy, correct?
5: Correct, exactly. But we'll we'll put together a scavenger hunt if that makes sense for that family wherever they're going. Especially younger kids get impressed with or get enthused. Um, by scavenger hunts, and it's easy for them to do so we'll we'll make them on the fly for a family that's just going somewhere
1: that is just great now do you have people on the ground in different cities that help out I I presume you have a rolodex as to use an old term a (laughs) a uh, a, an address book filled with folks who in various cities uh, can take it upon themselves to be a half-day guide or a full-day guide or a full-week guide whatever
5: exactly my rolodex is near and dear to my heart (laughs) <laughs> um, and just that, we we've, we've try to know as many people as we can on the ground in as many different places as we can and ask them to do all kinds of things. You'd be surprised how excited people are about doing things if you just ask them to do it.
1: So I, 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 you have a section on your website. The website, by the way, is childrensconcierge.com. Called pickles and peas, and I'm looking at that now. You have the, your first thing is exploring. I mean, there are all these: London, Turkey, Thailand, India, Rome, Egypt, Panama, Washington D.C. Um, tell me what pickles and peas is.
5: Uh, well, it's just our way of looking at things. It's just the, up on the website to give people an idea of how we think about things because we do think about things a little differently. We're we're out there and willing to be silly and willing to ask questions and. Uh, we just want people to to be aware of that that we're not um, uh, we don't create tours. We don't sell tours, we don't create tours where people lecture at you. We're really interested in hands-on and personalization, and so our pickle and peas section is just to give people an idea of how they might think through it, and because that's the way we think through it.
1: My guest is Sandra D. Hoffman. She is the president of a company called Children's Concierge here in the United States, and she will help curate a visit to a destination uh, when you're going with your child. It doesn't mean you have to do the whole vacation uh, around the child, your child's or ch- child's children, but uh, you might want to spend a day or two specifically looking at them. Looking at one of your things under Pickles and Peas on your website, ChildrensConcierge.com, exploring Turkey, and you talk about, I guess, a guide named Ayup. Is that is that how you pronounce his name?
5: Oh, Ayup.
1: Ayup. Who? who uh huh. Who, who, in one case, introduced uh, some three young kids to the minarets of Turkey and pointing out that they're uh, two tiered, three tiered, wooden, made of stone, squatty, four in number, beautifully tiled, elaborately carved, spiral stairs, some with windows, some square, some round, so octagonal, uh, octagonal. That is, I mean, kids love that stuff. I
5: know. And they took a turn at trying to create their own as
1: well. And then you've got exploring Thailand, exploring India. Um, do you do cities in the United States, say San Francisco or Miami or we Houston? Do.
5: We, we've not done Miami, but we've done San Francisco several times.
1: And give me an idea of how you structure your fees for this.
5: Well, we have a fee for our, for planning and arranging and curating, and our fee is one hundred fifty dollars an hour. But then, when you're in a city, if there, if you are meeting with um, like an, ar- an archaeologist, well, you, the archaeologist is going to want you to make a donation to his. Sure. Um, his work in, in Cairo, um, so you, we would ask you to do that. If you hire a guide or a driver or whatever, then those are, the, are costs that are paid to the people on the ground. So we can handle all that for you, but, of course, you, you know, that's a separate charge. But we charge $150 an hour to curate, plan, arrange, make it happen kind of stuff.
1: Now, you can arrange for tutors to either travel with the family or stay stateside and connect with the family via Skype while they're in their destination. Correct. Explain that to me.
5: Well, some families, one of the ways that we are useful to families is that they may be, the children may be already involved in a project at school, um, or they may have certain Lessons that they are trying to learn. So some of our families, so so we try to make that to, to to continue with that to make it happen in the in the real world. So some families already have a tutor, a tutor, and sometimes their tutor travels with them. Sometimes the tutor stays stateside and does a Facetime kind of thing. Sometimes we act as their tutors, and sometimes we purchase a tutor for them. When they get to a certain destination, now that's a whole different bag of worms. It's really interesting to see how people teach, not learn, but teach in different destinations in different parts of the world. So that's, that's interesting, too. Uh,
1: well, I'm looking at your uh, family walk for Washington, D.C. You've got a couple of them. The White House Untour, one yes. called Goodnight, Mr. Lincoln, one in Fala's Footsteps. Yes. Who's Fala? That was somebody's dog, wasn't it?
5: FDR's. Save FDR's dog. dog, that's right. <laughs> yes. And you Thank say
1: there's dog. several reasons these walkers, spe- they're all led by teachers or actors or sometimes by one and the same. They all use objects to help tell their stories, and everyone's got to get involved so that the, the guys aren't just going, and now on your right you'll see this, and now on your left you'll see this. Rather, they Never. try to create experiences and make the kids part of the action. I wish <laughs> I wish I had known about this when I had <laughs> younger kids. I think this is well, terrific. Well, they
5: grandchildren. Don't I, I got grandchildren. I, know grandchildren. A bit. I got Come grandchildren. Come Bring your grandchildren. Bring your grandchildren.
1: We only about thirty seconds left, Sandra, but what age group what bracket of age groups do you find most ask for your service? Like three to eleven or
5: it's actually yeah, three to eleven, maybe a little older. And everybody frequently people will say to me a three-year-old? You can do this with a three-year-old? Oh, absolutely. They are the most willing, the most interested of all the, the younger kids. Because the world is still exciting to them. So families rarely have one child. They have more than one child. So um, we, we'll have a span of, say, a, a three-year-old, a 10-year-old, and maybe a 13-year-old. Uh, so we can work with them all at the same time. Uh, obviously, they may be going to the same place. They would obviously be going to the same place, but sure. different experiences for different levels.
1: The yeah. website is childrensconcierge.com. My guest is Sandra D. Hoffman. She is the president of childrensconcierge.com. If you've got children and you're traveling, take a look. Sandra, thanks so much for joining us.
5: Thank you so much. My pleasure.
0: Be right back with Robert and Mary after this break. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com.
1: Has your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and, surprise, you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit CarShield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. Or visit ArmWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800 387 8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show.
2: Welcome back to the show. Robert Murray, Mary back with you again from the New York area. And before we head to our toll-free phone line to try and help some of you with travel questions, we want to share a quick word about Redland Cotton, the best bedsheets, towels, and linens you'll ever own, and they're 100% American-made with all American materials.
3: Yeah, actually, we can't say enough about their products, and I think so often today when we walk into a store or a shop online, we can certainly find all types of sheets and linens, but most are made overseas, and the materials are made overseas. Well, not at Redland Cotton. From seed to finished product, there's a huge difference in quality between Redland Cotton and other brands, but they keep their prices affordable for the quality and better than anything you'll likely find elsewhere.
2: Check out their entire collection at redlandcotton.com. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, Mary, looking at the folks we have waiting, uh, let's talk with Michelle first. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to RM World Travel. What's on your mind?
3: Hi, how are you? We're well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. So, this is the story. I'm American,
6: my husband's British, and he wants to take our three young children on a six week road trip through Middle America.
3: Oh, Tell go- me where to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> good, good good for him. All right. So oh, my that- goodness. <laughs> where not to go? That's great. And you're, you're going to do
2: that this summer?
3: This summer. Okay. August. And did you say yes. six weeks? six weeks. Okay, okay, so you have plenty of time. The first thing I would suggest is I would definitely do Route 66. It begins in Chicago, and I would take that all the way through the Midwestern states through Texas and all the way to California. Yeah, the best
2: parts of Route 66 are eastern New Mexico and the Texas Panhandle, a great area there.
3: Oh, and so where do you recommend me stopping
2: in the sense of like, well, do I... Well, the first thing... All these hotels... Well, the first thing I would encourage you, I mean, listen, we've traveled with our kids and you're going to want to have a lot of activities, lots of stops built in, and a lot of fun comfort foods. But maybe try and plan it along, see if there are some state fairs that are going on. Uh, St. Louis is a good place to start because there's so much about America that's there. There's the fun Anheuser-Busch Park, there's a the butterfly museum, there's the ballpark, obviously. But as you go down through eastern New Mexico and the Texas Panhandle, I mean, that whole area, even Branson, if you stop in there, just a lot to do, but you're going to want to make sure you know, if you want to be spontaneous with hotels, be spontaneous. Yeah, I, so
3: we've done that. We've been spontaneous in the summer on road trips before, and that doesn't always work. You're not going to be in the room a lot. busy season, no. But I would suggest that for some of your stays, uh, overnight stays, that you, you book in advance. And there's actually a great website for Route 66 that has uh, places, you know, suggested places you can stay, places to eat. But it's such a popular thing to do, and it's such an iconic Heartland America thing to do. That's what I would suggest. So we
2: hope that helps you out. Thank you very much. And. Well, thank Appreciate it.
5: Okay, great. Thank you. Have uh, fun. Thank you. Okay, thanks.
2: All right, Mary. Next in our caller queue is Tina. Hey there, Tina. So what's your travel question for us?
5: Hi. Um my travel question is that I'll be in Prague this summer in early July with two twenty year olds, my husband and myself, and just looking for a fun day. Um an active fun day.
3: Okay, so how much time do you have in Prague? Just one day you're looking for?
5: We have actually five
3: days, uh, two of which are full already. Okay, so. Have you ever been to Prague before? No, I haven't. All right,
2: you're going to enjoy it. I don't know if you need five days there, but you're certainly going to enjoy it.
3: Yeah, so I would definitely start off with, and you'll be doing this, um, the Old Town area, cobblestone streets, lots of restaurants. I would suggest you go off the beaten path of the square to find some of the more local restaurants. The Prague Castle is sort of a day in and of itself. It's such a complex. It's got a cathedral, palaces. You can easily spend a full day, but you could do it in a half day. Um remember when we were there as would, well, that yeah, medieval astronomical clock they had. Yeah. That's a lot of fun so with So it's actually under renovation right now. Oh, is it? It oh. is, okay. yes. Right. So, But I would suggest the day trip that we took.
2: Well, yeah. So, so, Tina, what I would say to you, Mary and I just did this in December. It'd be a great time to go, you know, in the summer month. Chesky Krumlov. It is, it's about a three-hour trip by train or so, maybe three and a half hours. You actually will get there quicker by bus than by a train, actually. But it is truly one of the most charming areas uh, that you're going to find. It's
3: a uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it's less touristy and lots of great coffee and wine bars. Really quaint, charming medieval town. It is town. truly,
2: it's like Little Prague. Yeah. It is a stunning town. You can go there on the train. If you take an 8 o'clock train out of Prague, you'll be there. You'll probably have about seven, eight hours in the city. You You will love it. And another thing just to think about, it's not that far away. Uh, if you decide to go, are you flying in and out of Prague? Yes.
0: All
2: right. Well, I was going to say Vienna is not that far away, and that's another great city to go check out. One last point I'll just make to you. Keep in mind, Prague is not on the euro. Uh, so just be aware of that if you do go into Austria or somewhere else, um, you, you'll be on the euro there. All right? So it, okay. it, let us know and have a great trip, okay?
3: Thank you so much. Thanks, right, Tina. Care. Bye-bye.
2: All right. And finally, uh, let's see if we can squeeze in one more. Elaine, you're on with Robert and Mary. Go quick. What's your question? Great. Thanks.
5: Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm thinking of taking my family to Mexico this summer, hearing about some crime. Is it safe to travel to the Riviera Maya area or the or thereabouts?
2: Well, listen, you know, for us, it's not always about whether it's safe. It's about, you know, what the risk level is to you. And there's a lot that you can do to mitigate the risk. I mean, you can certainly take a lot of precautions. Avoid crowds. Don't travel at night. You know, avoid the cheap liquors that are a problem down there. I would say that. And, and I
3: would I would probably stay in an all-inclusive resort. I would stay in an all-inclusive resort. But I would also say just be aware of your surroundings. I like to encourage people, even if there are alerts, know what the alerts are. Follow the State Department. But just be aware of what you're doing and um, look into cruising as well. I, I think cruising is a really nice option yeah. for Mexico right State
2: now. Depart- uh, uh, travel.state.gov is a great website to check out for all the uh, information on travel to Mexico. Okay? That's terrific. Thank you so much. Take care. Take no, care. Appreciate it.
3: Well, that was fun. We always enjoy hearing from all of you, whether on air or off air. And you can always contact us via our website at rmworldtravel.com.
2: Folks, up next, Rudy's going to rejoin us from his home studio in Minnesota. And we'll be introducing you to our oldest son, who's just back from Morocco and Ghana with some thoughts on his travels. So we ask you to stay right where you are as we pause for this quick break as three carries and a maxa are up next.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. We're coming right back. If you shower or brush your teeth or try to make your
1: hair look presentable, we've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That'll include body cleanser, one-wipe Charlies, shave butter, and their best razor, the six-blade Executive Plus 4 replacement cartridges. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash RM or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
2: Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water. 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at LeBlue.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
0: Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty
2: Mutual just saved me $782. $782.
0: Liberty did
2: what? What? Yeah, it's a lot of money. 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 Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Mutual.
1: Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance
3: Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick
0: acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas.
2: Wow, you're packed fast.
0: Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced.
2: Big news! In the last two weeks, SimplySafe.com/travel has won Editors' Choice awards from CNET Magazine, PC Magazine, and The Wirecutter. They put the system through a battery of tests and compared it to the other security products, and this system won every time. We've been telling you about SimplySafe.com/travel for a while now. It's comprehensive protection for just $15 a month. There are no contracts, and to get yours, just go to SimplySafe.com/travel. That's SimplySafe.com/travel or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
5: Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere
0: down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection.
2: And we're back. Thanks for being part of today's broadcast, wherever or however you're tuned into the program. And for this segment of our show, it's being sponsored by Bombas Socks. So, Rudy, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about Bombus? Bombas.
1: Well, we recently discovered these socks that I think will change the way you think about socks forever. They're called Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S, and we love what they stand for. Bombas are super comfortable and made from premium cotton, staying warm when it's cold, cool when it's hot. And every pair comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. Now, with so many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, Bombas look great in the gi- at the gym, in the office, out of town. And for every Bombas purchase you make, they'll donate a pair to someone in need. Keep cool, keep comfortable, keep contributing with truly great socks. Buy yours now at bombus.com forward slash RM, and they'll give you 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com forward slash RM for 20% off. Or, as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors.
2: Good place to go for everything. So, folks, listen, several weeks ago you may have heard us mentioning that we were headed to the airport after the show to drop off our oldest son who was en route to Morocco and Ghana. Nicholas has actually been around the program since Mary and I created it back in 2004 when he was six years old, and he's traveled with us to so many different places over the years. He's helped us on remotes in somewhat of a junior associate role. He's been involved with our social media and our website. He's also the one who signed our official water sponsor, Le Blue, that you hear us talking about. Uh, but today... You know, it's his first day to join his mom, his dad, and Uncle Rudy on air <laughs> uh, because for his first major trip on his own, our 20 year old son uh, couldn't have chosen Orlando or Chicago or even London. No, he decided to take on travel to Morocco and Ghana. So that's where we're going to begin. Welcome, Nicholas. I can't believe it took you 14 years to make it out of the show.
6: The long time. Yeah. yeah it had to really prep. <laughs> I gotta figure out what to do. But, you know.
3: And you had to go to Ghana. I all had right. To go to Ghana. And yeah. that got you on the show here. So all right, Nick, first of all, you're an independent global traveler now. We appreciate you Both. giving us a few minutes of your time today. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um so I think something I would love for you to share with our listeners first that really struck a chord with mm-hmm. me was how you spent your 14-hour layover in morocco and more importantly who you spent it with and what you learned about that experience
6: yeah so uh my friend and i when we were going to ghana we were planning out the trip we uh, could do a four-hour layover in casablanca or a 14 hour and to us that was a no-brainer 14 hour so um we got a you know the air the airline royal air moroc they gave us a hotel room that was really simple um, and then we just we decided to kind of explore the city of Casablanca because you know when you're in Morocco You have to try and you know eat some of the food kind of explore the area and for me Not seeing not ever being to Africa. I really wanted to kind of see what North Africa was like mm-hmm. So we uh, we got a taxi um, and my friend was trying to figure out how to speak Arabic because he, he uh, was kind of difficult He knows a little bit about it, but it was really interesting just kind of exploring the whole city uh, some of the food scene um,
3: but you, you weren't just with your friends. No,
6: I was not. I was with uh, several other strangers. It was one of the coolest things ever. We, we were just kind of on the plane, and we were just chatting with some people, and they're like, and they were oh, going to Ghana. They were going to Ghana uh, too, and they're like, yeah, I'm just alone. And we're like, oh hey, you know, we're going to the city. Do you want to come along? And they're like, yeah, sure. We have nothing else to do. And um, so we got this little group of like four different people, and we just hit up the city. And it was
1: <laughs> well, I I, uh, I find that uh, Mar- Marrakesh is sort of a Excuse me. You weren't in Marrakesh. You were in um,
2: Casablanca. Casablanca. Yeah.
1: It, it seemed to me that one time I was there to be a very uh, sort of business-oriented town, not a yeah. big tourist attraction, except maybe over by the water. Is that still the case?
6: Yeah. It didn't. It didn't have. I mean, I haven't. I never went to Marrakesh or, or Fez, but uh, it definitely had yeah, more places. Hold. Yeah. And it definitely had more of a business feel. Even the markets that we went to, it was more. You know, a lot. A lot of locals. I heard nothing but Arabic and some French, but uh, it was more of uh, just kind of a business transaction area. The mosque we went to, the Haasman, uh the second mosque, was a pretty touristy spot. Um, it was beautiful, the largest mosque in North Africa. Mm. But, you know, just walking through the, the, through, through the city, some of the uh, cafes we went to in just the general area felt more of a business-like area. And you felt,
2: overall, you were saying that you thought that um, Casablanca, the architecture, really did impact you.
6: Yeah, it, it felt, it, to me, it felt a lot kind of like Barcelona, but in North Africa. Um, I'm sorry? That's a very that's a very yeah. good description. Very yeah, good. Description. And that's yeah, exactly. And it felt really similar to that, but again everything was kind of in Arabic and it had this really great North African vibe to it that you didn't I didn't really get in Barcelona when we went there. All right. Well we
2: we've got a cut we're gonna run out of time in this segment, so we're gonna hold you over to the next right. segment and we're gonna get into Ghana and what yeah. your experience there when we yeah. come back. Uh, so we need you to hold right where you are, right. uh, because certainly you learned last summer when you were with us uh, that without sponsors, there is no RM world travel. Uh, so we're going to get right back to what you experienced momentarily. Um, and, you know, folks, as we begin to pause all right now, we're going to take a quick three minute break. Uh, we ask you to stay right where you are as Mary, Rudy, Nicholas and I will be right back and we'll be talking Ghana with you.
0: Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Our phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Now back to America's number one travel radio show.
2: Nice to have you back with us for the remaining few minutes of this week's live broadcast. And this portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at AMA Waterways River Cruises.
3: It is. Last weekend in Germany, the Amma Waterways team christened another new ship. Uh, it's the Amalia. It holds about 150 passengers, and it is the sister ship to the Amma Christina and the Amma Viola, which we cruised on last December and broadcast the show from. The Amalia will now sail the Danube River in Germany, Austria, and Hungary. And whether you're a multi-generational family looking to travel, a couple, or even a solo traveler, go experience a brand new ship and the inaugural season aboard the Amalia.
2: You know, folks, from our first-hand experience, we, we can tell you that the level of service that they provide in Europe, Asia, and Africa, it's industry-leading and it's award-winning. Check them out at AMOWaterways.com for more information on all their ships, itineraries, and specials, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, so our son Nicholas is here with us right now talking about his travels to Africa. And Nicholas, I want to really now move over to Ghana yeah. uh, and talk about um, uh, Accra when you were there uh, and really, um, or Accra, as you like to say. It's Accra, great Accra. Yeah. Accra, okay, I think I'm getting this thing. But what did you enjoy about the city? You know, Tell us some things maybe that you think you'll always remember, yeah. and are you confident that the country is a good match for microgrids, which is what you were there presenting to them?
6: Yeah, um, well, Accra was great. Um, really one of the things that I first realized is there was just unbridled freedom there. Uh, for be- for better or worse, I mean, you have goats walking around the highway, and people just selling whatever you need on the side of the road. You want a piece of furniture? They got it on the side of the road. You want some mangoes? They got them on the side of the road. Uh, and just everyone's kind of hustling, and you know, they're kind of doing their own. You know, they have their job, and they have their side business, and they have two other businesses they're doing. And I, I really loved that there was a really great spirit there. Uh, in-, in terms of what we were doing for microgrids, some of the research we were there, uh, my friend and I. Uh, I, I really do think they, it's, it's a really great fit for that. Um, a lot of their electrical power systems there are um, they're kind of uh, – they're creating a plenty of power, but the distribution to actually get it the homes – It's primitive it compared homes, to this country. Well, they, they, have, they do have a lot of good power generation sources, but to get it to people's houses is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a big need to kind of have more have more localized power, and they're excellent at solar. They have it right by the equator. It's a great place for solar. So I think there's a really great fit mm. for future energy there.
1: I wanted to ask you, uh, when I knew you were going there, I looked it up. I've never been to Accra, the capital mm-hmm. of Ghana, where you were. And I went to Africa.com, and they have a thing called Real Life where people in the city talk about living there. Yeah. And most of the folks, the first-person pieces, were very positive. But uh, one guy who likes living there said, uh, the failed system, I guess he's speaking of the government, and overall poverty creates a darkness within the city, a darkness most people spend their whole lives trying hard to escape. Did you feel mm. that at all?
6: You know, I, de- I definitely saw... "Quote unquote poverty in and in, in uh, actually, sure. especially in the farther areas. But I, I, a lot of the people there, when you t- when you go and you actually talk to them, they don't see it as that. And I think a lot of people back in the states or in Europe, they might see this as all oh, we need to go and help them and you know kind of help fix this poverty. But they don't see it as that. They they really want to kind of actually help, uh, help us and kind of try and bring their ideas out. And they see themselves doing just fine. Um, so I, I think really there's definitely poverty there, but it's it's kind of it's kind of masked by the the, like I said the unbridled freedom the, the biggest issue is really the corruption in, in the government system and the lower government chains. There's a lot I of bribery saw a lot of, that, which... a mm-hmm. lot of bribery mm-hmm. in the system yeah. And that's kind of one of the biggest things holding it back, but everyone talks about that And it's definitely a big issue there that they're trying to figure out
3: uh, So I one of the things that you did which I w- was really happy to see was you kept a Basically daily when you had Wi-Fi <laughs> yeah. uh, travel blog. Yeah, and I'm curious um, Would you do that again for your next trip?
6: Yeah, I would. I actually I liked it a lot because you know going to Ghana, especially by myself for the first time, I had mm-hmm. a lot of thoughts. You know, my brain was just kind of fried every every time I went to bed, and so it was nice to kind of sit and try and congregate my thoughts together, aggregate them, and put them into a blog post. Um, and I know, like when we went to one of the places we visited, I was just really really uh, shocked by it, and I, I, it took me a long time to figure it out. But by writing it in the blog, was, I was that, able that the really,
3: recycling plant?
6: That was that was yes, the, mm-hmm. uh, the scrapyard. I will go she. But it re- the blog really helped me kind of synthesize that and understand it better. But you did
2: something. One thing I'll say that you share with me. I remember you had uh, we were having a conversation with, with WhatsApp, and you uh, had come across a, a fishing area, and yes. you and your friend helped all the fishermen yeah, bring we, in all these fish during a rainstorm. In, in on the, the, the pouring beaches rain. And yeah. connected with them. But one thing, you know, since we're a show that you know we don't hold much back, nor does our family. Uh, you also got sick while you were in Africa, and you I came did. back and you were hospitalized. Yes. So is there something though that you would suggest to people listening? out there right now that if they go to africa maybe that they don't do what you did in eating certain things uh that they
6: avoid well i certainly encourage eating the food uh but definitely be careful where you eat it try and find really great you know safe places try and you know if you can maybe kind of like take a sneak peek into the kitchen they're generally pretty open Um, but i would also kind of avoid eating street food uh, especially in the countryside which i did Uh, there's also something called sachet water which is water in a plastic bag I would avoid that. But you took. Um, mm-hmm. I'd also recommend. I, I know I was given a styry pen. Mm-hmm. If, if you can make that investment, I would recommend doing that yeah. every yeah. time you can. And, and then I would all
3: recommend right. that you use the styry pen, yeah, right? No, Nick? I did not use that. <laughs> all right.
2: My suggestion, Nicholas. First, we're very proud of you. Yeah, it's very. Your first big trip of yours. Really You'll remember fun. these experiences forever. Uh, but for the next trip, you know, do keep in mind there is Atlanta or Dallas <laughs> or even Uncle Rudy's up in Minnesota. Go see him. Okay, yeah, so hold Paul. up there. Drink the water right out of the tap. Yeah, yeah. take Rudy with you. Exactly. See Rudy, how nice you will give him. So, all right. Again, we appreciate that. um, Absolutely. And uh, folks, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. So I've got to let you know that, that we're going to put a wrap on today's edition of our weekly travel get together please be sure to follow us on twitter linkedin instagram and facebook at rm world travel thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with us thanks to our show team for helping us put today's program together to get it to you thanks to all of our network affiliates and sponsors and certainly without all of you out there we wouldn't be here so thanks for helping us be america's number one travel radio show wherever you may be headed this week safe travels and enjoy